You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Dr. Robin Gansert, and you're listening to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. You know, I think it's safe to say that every summer it's time to go to the movies. Yes, and do look for the American Humane Association's in-credit certification for No Animals Were Harmed. We have been on the top movies of this year, protecting animals and ensuring their safety in, in the films that we so enjoy. And today we're going to devote this entire episode to a very special animal-loving film called The Dog Lover. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but uh, I wanted to go to a very serious note. As we're in the summer season of storms, we should all remember to make sure that we have the disaster tips to keep our four-legged family members and two-legged family members safe from harm. As we look at the devastating floods in West Virginia, know that American Humane provides each and every community with flood preparation tips, how to be prepared and times of floods, such as those that are devastating our friends and our neighbors in West Virginia. Hurricane tips are also available on the American Humane Rescue site. Tornado, earthquake, heat wave, and as we get into the winter, the winter storm tips are there as well. So be sure to visit AmericanHumane.org and key in disaster preparedness and you will see all of our tips to make sure that your two and four-legged family members are safe in times of disaster and harm. And for those of you thinking about our four-legged friends in the flood-ravaged areas in West Virginia, know that just today, American Humane's legendary Red Star Rescue has deployed with over a 1,000 pounds of pet food as an emergency response with cat litter and more pet food supplies well on their way. If you would like to consider making a donation to help American Humane respond to floods in West Virginia, the upcoming hurricane season, and all communities that experience natural disasters and crisis, be sure to visit AmericanHumane.org. And I thank you in advance for your consideration of a donation so that we can help our animal friends in communities devastated like those devastated in West Virginia today. Again, disaster tips help protect your family, your pets, and other animals when disasters strike. Visit AmericanHumane.org. Well, back to today's episode. We're going to be visiting with Ali Offshar. He's an actor, a producer, and he's had a long and storied Hollywood career and started a number of movies and blockbusters. Like that movie, He's Just Not Into You, Godzilla, and The Three Kings. To go along with a number of starring roles, tune on TV shows, you'll recognize him from NCIS, The King of Queens, Jag, and Political Animals. Well, Ali is a long term animal lover and I think you're going to really enjoy his upcoming interview The Dog Lover is a movie that's going to be released on July 8th everywhere Uh, The Dog Lover stars our good friend Leah Thompson who was a presenter at last year's Hero Dog Awards James Remar, Jason Blair and it's a feature film from ESX Productions which was co-founded by Forrest Lucas, the founder and owner of Lucas Oil Products. 
I hope you will enjoy the upcoming interview with Ali Afshar. And again, on behalf of all of us at American Humane Association, we thank you for being prepared with your four-legged family as we enter this summer season of storms. We'll be right back after this brief message. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's hard to find time for your furry family member. That's where Camp Bow Wow comes in. All-day play and overnight camp, daycare and boarding for dogs. Everything is included. Large play areas for fun and exercise. Spacious cabins, comfy cots, even live camper cams to watch from a computer or smartphone. Camp Bow Wow offers the best care and is the place to go where a dog can be a dog. For locations and more information, visit CampBowWow.com. Want to know who the latest trendsetters are in Hollywood? How about Irish setters? Find out who's been spotted with Spot, chowing with their chow, and shopping for Gucci with their Poochie. Get the scoop on all the latest celebrity pet patter right here. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Pet Life Radio. This is Dr. Robin Gansert, and you're listening to this week's episode of Be Humane. We are so thrilled to share with you a summer movie that is just going to touch your hearts, friends. And so we're so thrilled to have Ali Afshar with us. Ali, welcome. Welcome to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. Hey, thank you for having me. Great. Very excited. Well, we're thrilled to have you, and we're thrilled to talk about your new movie that I know is premiering. It's The Dog Lover, starring one of our great friends at American Humane, Leah Thompson, who was a presenter at last year's Hero Dog Awards. And I have to tell you, The Dog Lover is getting so much great buzz. Tell us a little bit about The Dog Lover. Well, like you said, you know, we're really lucky to have Leah in the film, and she was just awesome to work with. And The Dog Lover is a really, really great movie. It's based on a true story, and it's talking about the whole media or, um, you know, there's kind of this public perception that all dog breeders are irresponsible and they're all, you know, poorly treating animals. And we ran across the story, the true story of a gentleman named Dan Christensen. And part of the movie is based on his experiences where we wanted to show that, hey, you know, there's definitely bad apples in every type of business in society, but you can't really clump everybody together into one, one clump. So not every dog breeder is irresponsible. There are some, but there's a lot of dog breeders that are actually very, you know, loving and they take care of her and they actually love their dogs and they do it more for passion. I don't know anybody becoming a, you know, multimillionaire from dog breeding. And this movie was to bring that topic up through a very entertaining way. Again, we had, you know, some great actors in it. And it was really to show that some of these, you know, some of these agencies out there uh, without naming specific names kind of take it a little too extreme. And uh, people, you know, donate money to them and they think their money's going to go to someplace like a shelter or, or this and that. And the money actually doesn't. It goes to other things. And it's a little bit shady, for lack of better words. And then there's other ones like you guys that are just, fantastic with the American Humane Association and a lot of the local shelters. But some of these big agencies actually don't even have shelters. And That's right. you know, I myself was a victim of it years ago um, where I was donating because you see all these great commercials online and they pull at your heartstrings. And we thought, you know what? I think people need to like the tagline, the tagline of our movie, 
learn the truth, investigate before you donate. And that's really what this movie is about. But we kind of wrapped it in a great PG film and it's got, you know, James Remar, Allison Page, a young, young star. She's the lead of the film, Jason Blair and Christina Moore that a lot of the Disney kids have seen. She's on this huge Disney show called Jesse. So sorry, I'm rambling on, but you know, so that that's the dog lover and we're really excited because it's coming out next Friday. So in less than 10 days to theaters and video on demand the same day across the country. And then five days later on July 12th, it's coming onto DVD. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, Ali, as we share with our listeners in our opening to today's show, I mean, not only are you a producer, you're also an actor. You've had a long and storied Hollywood career starring in a number of wonderful movies like He's Just Not Into You, Godzilla, Three Kings. And of course, you've starred in uh, TV shows that our listeners are well aware of, NCIS, The King of Queens, Jack, Political Animals. I mean, really, you have just really enjoyed such an amazing Hollywood career. So, it's great to see you tackle a subject like the dog lover in this film that you're doing with ESX Productions and Forrest Lucas. Tell us a little bit about Forrest. Forrest is absolutely awesome. Forrest and Mm -hmm. Charlotte Lucas, I met them a few years back, about four years ago, when I was promoting my first movie I'd ever produced called Born to Race. And they Mm -hmm. saw it, they liked it, they got involved in the sequel and Born to Race Fast Track, which was really cool. And then I was with them at a picnic, the Lucas Oil annual picnic here, and I just kept seeing all these Protect the Harvest logos everywhere on race cars and trailers, and I had two of my race cars there, which we'll talk about in a second, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And I asked Forrest, you know, I didn't know Forrest that well, but he's very polite and very nice and very mm-hmm. humble, and um, I said, Forrest, what is all this Protect the Harvest? And fast forward after a two-hour meeting, and he told me all about it, and And then uh, what we can do to get the message out there. And the whole message for Protect the Harvest is, you know, de-villainizing farmers and ranchers and the American way of life. It's, you know, it's not like every farmer out there is poisoning the soil. Not every rancher is treating their animals poorly. And I said, you know what, let's make a movie. Let's do like an Aaron Brockovich, but with this topic. So he said, that's a great idea. So we we ended up doing Finding the Story and doing The Dog Lover, which was originally called The Wrong Side of Right. And then we Mm -hmm. switched the name to The Dog Lover. Mm -hmm. But uh, it was all about this girl's journey, you know, being on the wrong side of right, like a lot of us, thinking we're doing the right thing. But then after we investigate, going, hmm, we were probably, you know, we weren't actually doing the right thing. Our heart was in the right place. So... Basically, we did this and we launched a a subdivision of uh, my company, ESX and ESX Motorsports. We ended up doing ESX Entertainment together with Forrest Lucas and uh, Protect the Harvest supporting us and being our executive producers. And our movies are all hopeful, Mm -hmm. inspirational, PG, PG PG-13. They're not really faith-based, but, you know, they're faith-friendly, but they're not uh, religious movies. But they're all about doing the right thing, inspirational hope. And I think that's what the country needs right now. I think there's so much tension and aggression. And look at our president candidates right now. All they're yes. doing, everybody's attacking each other. It, it, there's too much negativity. So we don't want to do horror movies. We don't want to do, you know, things like these silly kind of R-rated comedies. We want to do stuff that I think people will remember, people will enjoy, families can watch together. In the vibes of, you know, Rocky and Karate mm-hmm. Kid and Aaron Brockovich and Remember the Titans and the you know Friday Night Lights. Those are the movies that inspire me personally. And it's really cool that I was born in Iran. I grew up mm-hmm. in Northern California, but I was born in the like probably the worst place in the world you are right now. 
grew mm-hmm. up on a ranch in Northern California, and my views on almost everything are very, very similar to Forrest Lucas, a self-made man out of Indiana that we had nothing as a child and has uh, been tremendously successful. So you see, it, it's kind of a great dynamic. And again, another hopeful dynamic that two people from the opposite ends of the world could actually come not only work together, we're just like totally in sync. And I really respect and admire him doing what he's doing. And he's, you know, he's got a definite message he wants to get out there and we're the vehicle to make it entertaining and fun. And, and I could tell you later about some of the other, you know, this the sixth movie we're going to be doing in a couple of months within two years and they're all going to be rolling out. So we can chat about some of those. We, we have uh, some really big stars in those as well. Oh, wow. Well, Ali, I have to tell you, you had so many rich themes to talk with you about today. And again, congratulations on this wonderful partnership with Forrest Lucas. You know, when I saw a, a preview of The Dog Lover, it reminded me of last year's animal hit movie, Max, you know, about the war dog, you know, and it's, you know, a similar vein, very inspirational. And uh, there's positive themes and, of course, challenges to overcome, which we certainly see in The Dog Lover. But also, I think what's so important is what you touched upon. In today's polarizing times, we seem to not always seek the facts. And what the dog lover does is encourage all of us who love animals to really seek the facts and to explore with our own hearts and minds rather than be told what those facts are. Because sometimes we're, and oftentimes, uh, we're not always told the uh, the full story or the truth. So that's what I really like about your movie. And I think it's an important theme for all of us in today's times facing such challenging issues at a global level to a local level, we all have to seek the truth. And I think the dog lover shares that message. So congratulations to both you and Forrest. Thank you so much. Yeah, you, you nailed it right on the head. And not only not only people tell you the truth, they kind of trick you. They, yes. Sometimes they're just not even telling you the truth. They're actually manipulating you and ultimately victimizing you. And that's what got under my skin a bit, you know. But also, that doesn't mean every agency is that way either, as like That's we right. mentioned. So it's really, it's really an educational deal. You know, think about it, talk about it, be respectful to each other, and just see, you know, who stands for what, truthfully, mm-hmm. and support the synergetic one that you believe in. Not just think, oh, don't, you know, the commercials and the ads, are, they're actually very good. But they're, you know, they're not quite accurate. So That's um, right. That's yeah, so right. No, I totally, you nailed it right on the head. Well, you know, I think it's especially important in the very emotional space that is the animal space. I know you love animals. I love animals. And so, you know, we have a, a special place in our heart when, when stories about animals are shared. And what we share at American Humane Association is the core value of science and good animal welfare practices. And that drives all of our programs. And that gets us back to a really good, healthy spot to be, I think, is always going back to the science and really... Uh, having that kind of inquisitive mind. But I have certainly gone off base. I wanted to also share with our listeners, not only did you produce this film and this incredible partnership with Forrest Lucas, you also act in it, Allie. You play Raymond. Tell us a little bit about your character, Raymond. Well, yeah, it's a lot of fun. As I have a, you know, I've been acting for over 20 years now, and mm-hmm. Raymond is the attorney that's the friend of the family of Leah Thompson and James Remar's characters mm-hmm. and he defends he's the defendant so he's basically defending the family and trying to carve out you know how do you stand up to this and how do you take down this uh this uapa agency that we created this uh, united animal protection agency as we call it in the film so it was really really fun because all my scenes were in a courtroom i'd never actually played a lawyer before 
So that was really interesting. And as an actor, it was fun and challenging too, that the lawyer jargon is really specific. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer <laughs> by any means. So trying to learn that and believe it. But no, it was a lot of fun. You know, I got to work with Sherry Stringfield. She was on the stand and Leah Thompson and, you know, Jane Dreamar. So I got to work with all these great actors and actresses. So it was really, really cool. And the, one of the funniest things was in this movie, because I was a producer and we shot it up in Northern California and Petaluma, my hometown is, the audience in the courthouse, as well as the 12 jurors, are all my friends. Actually, one oh. of the jurors is my dad. Yeah, one of the jurors <laughs> is my dad. A few of them are my like childhood friends. A couple of them are we work with. So it was so fun and interesting and uh, very surreal to be shooting there, which, which again, this was the first of five movies we finished and one more we're going to do that we are continuously shooting up in Northern California in my hometown of Petaluma. So all the experiences are very surreal. What I love that this is hometown and your dad's in the movie. So I know you debut the movie, I think, in Petaluma. Is that right? On July 8th? Actually, it's going to be debuting. The, the opening night is in over uh, 40, I believe, 40 cities across the country. Wonderful. Uh, one will be definitely in Petaluma. I'll be at that one. But yes. it's in Los Angeles, Phoenix, Florida, four locations in Florida, Jacksonville, Miami, Tampa, and Orlando, Indianapolis, Illinois, Michigan, Minnesota. I mean, I can go out North Carolina. You got Charlotte and Durham. I saw Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, you know, uh, South Dakota, where Dan Christensen, that the movie's based on, lives, Texas. I mean, we have we have a ton of places. But the cool thing with this one is all the listeners out there, if you don't live next to one of these theaters that's listed on our uh, website, thedogloverMovie.com, if you don't live next to one of these, the same day, the movie's available on demand. So you can literally be at home and, you know, we'd love you to go to the theater, but if you can't, at home, just you know, click to your on-demand on your satellite or your cable provider, and you could buy it right then. Technically, you could watch it earlier on-demand than in the theaters because the theaters don't start playing until nighttime. And from what I know, the on-demand starts in the morning. So you could actually watch the movie at home before you could see it in theaters. And it is a great family movie tune. I think it will provide a lot of discussion with families at dinner tables tune. And so I think that's one yeah. of the best parts tune. I could see my kids talking about this. Of course, they haven't. I didn't let them see the preview copy yet, but I will definitely be watching it as soon as it comes on demand. And it's going to provide a lot of wonderful conversations about animals in our lives. And I just want to again congratulate you for putting together such incredibly thought-provoking themes in this in a family-friendly movie. We need more family-friendly movies. So it's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's got a PG rating, so it's fully family-friendly, and I think uh, I think everybody will enjoy it. That's great. Well, Allie, I have to take you into a whole nother space, and that is, I saw you were on the cover of Drag Illustrated. You mentioned racing a few minutes ago. That's another one of your loves. Tell me a little bit about your motor racing background. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that, that's a long story, Dr. Robinson. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> no, I just me. love it. I love it because, you know, I have in North Carolina. We love and celebrate racing there. That's for sure. Of course. Well, listen, I grew up the youngest of two brothers in Petaluma, which was a very car-loving city, little, little town at that time. The population was like 10,000, 12,000 people when we moved there in the late 70s, early 80s. And it had a huge car culture. So my older brothers, which were seven and five years older than me, Pasha and Johnny, they were all into cars and hot rods and American Graffiti was filmed there. Peggy Sue Got Married was filmed there. Like the whole, those cruising scenes in American Graffiti were actually in my hometown. So there, everybody had hot rods. So I just had this itch. And as soon as I turned 16, 
I got the grades that my dad told me I needed to get, and he plopped down $3,000, and I got a 67 Chevy Camaro, and I went to Sears Point Raceway, which is now called Sonoma Raceway mm-hmm. up there in Northern California, yeah. mm-hmm. and I just, I loved racing, and every weekend I was out there, I was, I would work in, on my car during auto shopping class and get it ready, and Wednesday nights I'd go out there, I ended up winning the high school drags in 1991, they wow. had their own little class. And I won that, which was really cool. And mm-hmm. I just kind of put myself through college and all through the 90s with mm-hmm. fixing up hot rods. And to be honest, I uh-huh. do have a little bit of a dark side. I used to street race quite a bit, so I don't, <laughs> I don't promote that anymore. <laughs> good, I, I good. Hate, <laughs> I hate to tell you that it was like, you know, I, I didn't know any better. And there's a minute. Uh, let's say I've had a couple encounters with the police where I got to go on a little trips with them down to their, you know, their, their headquarters <laughs> a few times because of racing. You know, nothing other than that, but I was racing. Oh, always and, humane, know. right? Always humane. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, we would find these empty industrial streets, you know, and go out there. And that's how I put myself through college, the, you know, street racing and the occasional acting gig here and there. And then I was getting really into obviously domestic cars. And then I got into the turbo Buicks, which were domestic, but they were different. They were turbocharged and intercooled and fuel injected, which was used to the, you know, the hot rodders, big V8s and carburetors were used to. And I took that knowledge and worked with some great people from all over the world in 2001 on the new import from Subaru was called a little WRX, the little turbo all-wheel drive Subaru. Uh Long story short, Subaru embraced us. They loved what we were doing. It was the whole fast and furious world of racing and import versus domestic. And we made a movie. Our first movie was called Born to Race, based kind of on my high school NHRA racing win and what we were doing with the imports versus domestic. But I got really lucky. I was totally blessed. In 2001, I got my first Subaru and I, I, I won a huge race. I made the, uh, a magazine feature and Subaru came knocking, Corporate Subaru of America. And Mr. Wow. Tom Dahl and the president of Subaru of America, they uh, asked me to have a meeting. And next thing you know, for 12 years, we raced for Subaru of America. We have 18 NHRA first place Wally wins. We're two-time world champions. We have wow. dozens of records, world records. I actually, you can, you can to this day, you can go to your you know, local Subaru dealer and order or buy one if they have it. A special edition Ali Afshar Subaru. We, I make my own line of cars. So, um, oh, Allie, that's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Buy that. and, they, and they look like my race car. They're a little faster. But I will tell you, I came full circle. Mm-hmm. Last year, Timothy Mahoney, that used to be the vice president of marketing for Subaru, ended up being the CMO, the chief marketing officer for GM worldwide. I mean, huge position. He handles wow. GMC, Chevrolet, Buick, Cadillac, all the brands for the whole world in their marketing department. And I ran into him and he said, hey, do you want to come fight for the home team? So last year, after 12 years of racing a Subaru in the NHRA series, I switched to Chevrolet. So ah. that's why Drag Illustrated, if you see the cover, it says for all the right reasons, because it's like I'm fighting for the home team again. And plus, my first car was a Camaro. So now I'm back on the domestic side again, and uh, this will be my second year uh, racing NHRA in the uh, factory stock class with a uh, new uh it's called a Copo Camaro. So I'm back oh. to a rear-wheel drive V8 where I was playing around with four <laughs> six-cylinder all-wheel drive Subarus for, for over a decade. So that's the wow. gist of it. Sorry. 
Yeah. <laughs> long, and, long and drawn out. Oh, Allie, you are a man of many talents. This is so much fun. And uh, I have to say, uh, I don't think we've ever covered racing on Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. So this is the first time, besides horse racing, we have discussed horse racing, but it's great to be able to talk about cars. That's for sure. Allie, I just, uh, again, have to congratulate you on The Dog Lover, and a really important film for everyone in the humane movement to, uh, to have good, honest discussions and dialogues about animals in our lives. So you mentioned that this is a true story based on the life of Dan Christensen. Tell us, what is Dan doing today? I, I think you mentioned he's still in Ohio. And not Ohio, South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota. He's in South Dakota, but yeah, mm-hmm. but basically this, this encounter where he got all his uh, dogs confiscated and then the dogs died under the care of the agency that confiscated them. It was a really bad situation. He actually mm-hmm. went out of business. It's been years now. He's having a very tough time. You know, he's got his family, and uh, he's no longer breeding like the way he was. So it's a bit sad, and we actually got to meet Dan, and uh, he came to the uh, cast and crew screening we had of the movie last year at the Chinese Theater in uh, in Los Angeles, and he'd never been, so here he is on Hollywood Boulevard on a red carpet. It was, it was really, really cool. So, yeah, like you said, these topics are truly important, and let me tell you this, and this is just from my experiences. The American Humane Association, I'd never done a film. I'd only done two movies before this one as a producer, and they had no animals in them. But mm-hmm. So when we had your representatives on set, and I was, you know, saying, hey, guys, you know, we don't know what to expect, but let's see what happens. And I have to say, we probably had a couple different representatives, and they were so nice and thorough and loving. And I was like, wow, these guys remind me of the actual farmers and ranchers that I know growing up, which is so polar opposite the pictures that are, you know, the, the paintings that are drawn of these types of people. Because the most loving people that I think love their animals are the farmers. They take care of them. They know a happy animal is, a, is whether it's a cow or a chicken or a pet. Uh, regardless, like, it was so cool to have the AHA, the American Humane Association reps, kind of in sync with what I was used to growing up on a ranch and the farmers and ranchers around me. So for me, when I talk to people that are, you know, not really educated about what's happening in the animal world. And, and they're, you know, they're very much, oh, every, you know, animals are being treated poorly. I'm like, you kind of need to go talk to farmers and talk to ranchers that, like, they actually take care of their animals like their family. And right. when the AHA reps were coming out, I was like, okay, this is the right thing. So it was all in line. You know, we were totally on the same page, which was great. And the dog lover being the first one. However, we also did a movie, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Dr. Robin. I'm calling you Dr. Robin. Please just call me Robin, by the way. (laughs) I'm using your first name. Okay, (laughs) Robin. um, We have another movie coming out just two months after this one Mm -hmm. called Running Wild with Sharon Stone, Tommy Flanagan from Sons of Anarchy, or if you've seen Gladiator or Braveheart, Jason Lewis from Sex and the City, all about the wild horse issue in the West. Oh, you know, all we'll have to have you back there, on there. for this because that's going to be a really important movie. It's another hot topic with animal lovers. Exactly. It's what to do with the wild horses. Exactly. So that one's called Running Wild. You can go to that website and, and look at the teaser for that one. And we've got some, you know, big star power with an icon like Sharon Stone in that one. And um, we have a great lead actress, Dorian Brown, fam. She comes from the TV show, Wilfred. She's the lead. And again, it's similar to Dog Lover, but it's, it's because it's like, you know, again, entertaining, but it's about a, a rancher that has to save her ranch and stumbles into this old wild horse issue. And we tie in the 
convict issue, rehabilitating convicts with horses, which is a true program out there. And uh, it's, again, it's one of those topics that's like, you know, everybody thinks these horses are free and they're running around, but they're really not. They're not on the beach with their manes. They're starving to death. I mean, we've seen videos. They're completely starving to death. They're on the ground starving to death. So it's like, okay, we we can't feed them and water them, and we also can't, uh, you know, humanely put them to rest. So it's uh, it's such a tough topic. Again, there's got to be a better way. So, you know, Forrest and I, we spoke about it, and that was the second movie we did out of the gate. And um, so very, very much animal-centric. And then, then we do a little bit of a skip. We do a movie called American Wrestler, which is actually mm-hmm. based on my life coming to America in the middle of the whole Iran hostage crisis and very tough time to be in a small town in Northern California where the Iranians had taken American hostages and it was very prejudiced. And we got Oscar award winner, John Voight in that movie and William Fickner. And uh, it's a sports-based film because I, I ended up excelling in wrestling. So we call the movie American wrestling, the wizard. And it's all about how this small town and this kid's journey with his uncle and his coach and how he gets the small town to, turn and the school to turn and love him and support him. And he goes on to be a champion wrestler. And the cool thing about that is not only was a shot at Petaluma, I got mm-hmm. to play my own uncle. And that's a real <laughs> darling movie of ours too. So, so again, American dream movie, nothing mm-hmm. to do with animals on this one, but you know, the American spirit work hard. Everybody came from somewhere else in this country. Nobody was here unless you're an Indian, you know, yes. everybody in the last 200 years, we're all, but, but you know, it's tough. You put your head down, you work hard, but at least you can achieve your dreams. So that one's called American Wrestler, again, with the Oscar winner, John Voight. And that, that'll come out like in November. So we have Dog Lover and Running Wild coming out. And then we have American Wrestler coming out. So, And these are all under uh, the Protect the Harvest, uh, Mr. Lucas's uh, charity and produced through ESX Entertainment. So, um, And then we got more animal ones, but I'll tell you about those ones later. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, Ali, I want to thank you so much for sharing your comments about working with the American Humane Certified Animal Safety Reps. You know, our No Animals Were Harmed program has been around in Hollywood now for 75 years. So we've been working on film sets, of course, in the U.S., but even around the world, protecting animals. And it's tough boots-on-the-ground work. Not only do we work with puppies and, and kittens on sets, but we also work with animals of all species. And our position has been, let's bring the latest, the best in animal wealth fair and make make it safe for animals in any working environment and with the program that we just announced a week or so ago on Capitol Hill we are now the largest certifier of animals in working environments around the world we not only certify animals in film and entertainment with no animals were harmed we certify animals on farms around this country farms and ranches that they're humanely raised and our third certification program that we just announced is called humane conservation where we're certifying the best zoos and aquariums around the world, ensuring that those animals are indeed humanely treated through solid evidence-based practices and science of animal welfare, really bringing the world's experts to these subjects and providing institutions and those that work with animals and have animals in our lives with the latest guidelines on on how to interact safely and, most importantly, treat those animals humanely. So we're really proud of our work, and thank you for the great compliment about working with are no animals for harm team. They really are the best in the business, and uh, and I'm honored to go to work with them every day. Absolutely, absolutely, I totally support it. Plus, I'm you know both our movies have your stamps, so you know both mm-hmm. the, the animal ones we've done so far have your uh, approval, and uh, we're lucky to have that because you know at the end of the day, you know you don't safety is first, and um, mm-hmm. you know we all love animals, and 
they necessarily don't have a vocal voice to be able to say what they want. So you guys are their voice. So it's really cool. Well, thank you, Allie. Well, Allie, we're about running out of time for today's show. I want to again congratulate you on The Dog Lover. Again, listeners, this is truly an important film for the humane movement to have an honest, candid conversation so that we can really understand the facts about animals and their roles in our lives. I'm a big-time dog lover. Allie, I know you are as well. And uh, I think this is really an important film for this summer. I know you've got Running Wild next on the horizon. Tell our listeners how they can see The Dog Lover one more time and how they can learn more about Running Wild. Absolutely. Where The Dog Lover is going to be released in theaters and on demand July 8th across the whole country. If you visit thedogloverMovie.com, you can see under the Showtimes tab all the different cities and states that the movie's playing. And again, I'd like to you know just echo, if you're not in next one of these theaters, you can just be at home and you can buy it right there on demand on your, whether it's Comcast, Time Warner, Dish, DirecTV, everybody will be carrying it. Sony Home Entertainment has released it, so it should be available everywhere. And then... Five days later, you can go to your local Walmart. The DVD will be available on July 12th, and they're actually available for pre-order now, where you can pre-order them and they will ship to you on the 12th. But we're really, really excited. So the thedogloverMovie.com is where you can find all the information, and July 8th is the release. And then Running Wild, that will come out. We don't have an exact date. It's either going to be early or late September or early October mm-hmm. in, the, in the fall. And the website for that is runningwildmovie.com. So you can go there and that, that, uh, that again, touches on all the horse issues. And um, it'll be also in a similar type release where we'll be across the country and video on demand the same day with the DVD release being just a few days behind Oh, and I love this. And animal lovers, you must remember Leah Thompson, who we saw at our Hero Dog Awards, is starring in The Dog Lover. And the beautiful Sharon Stone, another wonderful animal lover, is in Running Wild. So two great films that you must uh, you must look for, especially since all of us are indeed animal lovers. Allie, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And uh, we look forward to having you back to share with us more about ESX Productions and Entertainment, more about your upcoming films. And again, thanks for all you do for animals and thanks for all you do for the space of entertainment oh, thank you guys for having me thank you so much thank you Allie and we'll be right back with more Be Humane on Pet Life Radio sit stay we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact retrievers Labradors Goldens are the main breeds that come through our door but we'll train anything with four legs and a tail my husband and I own a kennel. We train hunting dogs and also have a boarding and grooming business. And our dogs, they're athletes, and we feed a very quality food. You can't get enzymes in a commercial dog food because they cook it at such a high heat that so much important nutrition is just cooked right out of it. But adding Dynavite to their diet has every single dog in my kennel looking better than they have ever looked. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E. <laughs> Dynavite's the bomb. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E oh. dot com. 
It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. We've certainly had an enjoyable interview with Hollywood's Allie Offshore. Allie had uh, such an incredible personal story to tell. Uh, not only is he uh, a movie producer and an actor that we all know and love, he's also uh, into motorsports and racing. And certainly what I appreciate is his commitment to making family movies, family movies that we can all share and talk about this summer and into the fall about very important animal issues. So I want to congratulate congratulate Allie and his partner Forrest Lucas on creating a, uh, a really excellent repertoire of family-friendly films through ESX Productions and Entertainment. So looking forward to The Dog Lover, which will be out on July 8th in theaters across the country and certainly on video on demand. You know, to be sure, we have a lot to talk about with animals in our lives. And know that American Humane Association for 140 years has stood by the human-animal body which is that powerful healing bond which we are so benefited by with animals in our lives. And I want to thank Ali for his commitment to sharing the power of the bond and really uh, getting us to talk about uh, the roles of dogs in our lives. One question we always like to ask our guests is about their own pets. And Ali offline told me about a number of animals that he's had in his life. And we just want to think about our own animals. This summer, I'm sitting here spending uh, the vacation season with my three dogs, Gatsby, Chaz, and Daisy. I have to tell you, each one has their own special needs and uh, and wants as we uh, we travel with the family. I want to encourage everyone as you do travel with your animals be sure to check out AmericanHumane.org online to get travel tips as you take your animals on vacation with you this summer or follow us on social media. Particularly keep up with our Facebook page for late breaking news announcements and tips. And certainly friends we'll be back to share with all of you about our Red Star Rescues deployment to West Virginia where right now today we're bringing food and life-saving services to our animal friends and family members in crisis in West Virginia. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. You're listening to Dr. Robin Gansard on Be Humane on Pet Life Radio. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Be Humane. Remember this week and every week, love those animals of yours and be sure to be humane. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.